Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, and thank you for tuning in for another money and investing show. I'm Stephen Boucher, certified financial planner, sitting here live, and I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your day to ask any questions you have and let us give you as much information as we can. It truly means a lot to me. I've been doing the radio show now for 26 years, and I never tire of it. I get really energized week in, week out, every Saturdays at noon and Sunday mornings at 8 about helping the listening audience with you know, their financial guidance and doing everything that we can. Today, I have a couple special guests with me, a couple colleagues, two of our, our, you know, what I consider, you know, just dynamic professionals that we have in the office. I have Nicole Gobel, a CPA, who's going to be part of the show, and Harmony Wagner, certified financial planner. And we have a lot of good information that we're going to go over with you. So I'm going to just stop here for a second. I'm going to let Nicole kind of give a little, you know, overview of who she is, where she came from, her experience, and then Harmony, and then we'll get started. Thanks, Steve. So again, uh, Nicole Goble, I joined the Boucher team a couple months ago, but have been in the financial services industry for about 20 years. I've spent the last 12 years in the register investment advisory business as a fiduciary, which I know you've heard Steve talk about many times if you tune in regularly. And I'm so excited to be coming to you today really to talk about, you know, some of our financial planning processes and how we work with clients. Uh, as Steve mentioned, I'm a CPA. I just recently relocated to the area with my family, and I'm so glad to be joining uh, the Boucher team. Nicole, we are excited to have you as part of our team. And as Nicole pointed out, you know, I've been in business for 31 years, but back in the beginning, early on days, I was selling mutual funds and annuities, and I just didn't like working with clients that way. So I decided there had to be a better way because I love what I do. I just didn't like how I was compensated. I could sell this product and get 6% commission, sell that product and get another percentage and I just wasn't comfortable so I realized that I could be a fiduciary back in 1993 so for 28 years now I've been acting as a fiduciary back then nobody really knew what a fiduciary was today it's a buzzword but I knew that I wanted to continue working with my clients with no conflicts of interest where all that mattered was what was right for our clients the advice that I was giving our clients and I've been a fiduciary ever since and I've never looked back. So, um, you know, Nicole is very familiar with that world coming from it as well. So having Nicole part of our team is really, really special. And Harmony's been with us for quite some time. And Harmony is um, a certified financial planner. So Harmony, share with the listening audience a little bit about yourself and make sure you talk about that baby. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Yeah, so my name is Harmony Wagner. Like Steve said, I'm a CFP along with many of our advisors here. I've been with Steve and the firm working with clients for almost five years at the end of this summer, uh, focusing really on the financial planning side of things, 
working with clients on their unique situations and developing plans and strategies to get them where they want to be in life. I'm a native to the Saratoga area, and I live here with my, my husband and my almost one-year-old daughter, um, and we really love this community, and I love being able to serve, serve clients in the capital region and, and around the country and the world even. Harmony, it's you know you've been really a breath of fresh air um, since since day one and an important part of our team. So I'm fortunate, folks. I'm surrounded by, you know, 13 other professionals. There's 14 professionals. We have four certified financial planners, three CPAs, um, an accredited investment fiduciary, and we continue to add on to our team so that we can help our clients more so. So a lot of people, especially for the Loyal listeners who have been listening for quite some time, you know a little bit about myself and, you know, my, 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 you know, growing up, my mom died when I was 10 years old. She was only 31 and my dad died shortly after. And, you know, I've learned a lot in the years that, you know, I've been kind of making it on my own. And one of the things that has been near and dear to my heart is, and I think it stems from my mom looking down on me. I'm guarding for two of my brothers who have special needs and challenges. One just passed away and one just celebrated his 54th birthday. And, you know, I always I always said I want to do everything that makes my mom proud and everything I do with my brothers in that capacity. I want to make her proud. And I also, when it comes to clients, for since day one, I've always made sure that we help out you know, our clients. And unfortunately, there's a lot of times where the husband may say, oh, my wife doesn't need to come in. And I stop him cold in his tracks. I said, absolutely, your wife needs to come in. I said, she needs to get to know us. We need to help guide her and, and, and teach her and help her feel more comfortable with her finances and what if something happens to you you don't want your wife to be kind of left out in the cold and I hate to generalize it like that but unfortunately you know there's still some people that think that way but for for 31 years I won't let our clients think that way our clients whether you know no matter what I want to see both spouses both partners come in and you know have them be part of the process of educating them with their finance finances and managing their wealth so I'm just going to give a couple statistics here before we jump in you know, the estimated lifetime earnings of a woman with a bachelor's degree, believe it or not, are just about 60% of the estimated lifetime earnings of her male counterpart. Adult daughters are nearly twice as likely as adult sons to be the informal, long-term caregivers of one or more pa parents. The average Social Security benefit collected by a 65-year-old woman is 22% less than the annual benefit collected by a 65-year-old man. I know, it's crazy, right? Hopefully, hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll square up and make this better. But once again, going back to my um, belief in making sure that, that, that I help women. Sometimes it's divorcees, widows, you know, any, it doesn't matter. I want to make sure that we help educate women with wealth and have them feel very confident, more importantly, very independently. So today, you know, Harmony and Nicole have, have really prepared a lot of good stuff. And I'm going to stop here and let 
Nicole and Harmony jump in and just kind of give an overview of what we're going to talk about today, and then we'll we'll hopefully give you some good information. Great. So, you know, we'd really like to talk about how we work with all of our clients, not just women, but all of our financial planning clients, because it's a lot more than just about investing, right? So, you know, we'd like to start out with really how we are our clients' personal CFOs. And again, if you're a loyal listener, you've heard Steve mention this before, or Marty as well. But we really want to make sure that all of our clients, men and women alike, really have a clear picture of what we call their net worth. So everything they own less everything they owe. And that's really a great starting point to start a relationship with someone. And then, you know, many clients come to us kind of on the cusp of retirement, trying to figure out really answers to some very important questions. And that's what we're here for, is really to make sure we're answering our clients' questions. So, you know, when can working become an option rather than a necessity? Right? That's a really big one. How much cash flow can you have in retirement? So with what you've saved and maybe what Social Security benefits or pension income you might have, what can that support in your lifestyle going forward? And is that adequate? And around that whole conversation is, are there changes that you should be making today around savings or spending that might help you reach those goals sooner, right? There's always possibilities. And it's never too late to seek professional advice, right? So some people may say, you know what, I didn't start saving until later in life. I funded college for my children or I was, you know, caring for an elderly parent, right? Really seeking out that advice and making sure that you can take steps now to better your future is really what's most important. And I think going back to the investment side, right, because that is really an important part of what we do is, ensuring that we're taking as much risk as necessary in a client portfolio to generate the long-term returns they need, but not more than necessary. And I think the conventional wisdom, right, has always been that, oh, you get more conservative in retirement. Well, it's a very different picture today. Now, people are living 30-plus years after they retire. That's a third of your life that still needs to be funded with long-term growth. So, again, we really look at it as we're not necessarily becoming more conservative, but we're making sure that we're matching the client portfolio with that person's risk tolerance. You know, and, and also I think, you know, maybe, Harmony, you can talk about some of the other strategies that we work with with clients around, aside from investing. Absolutely. So, as Nicole shared, there are, are so many questions that people who are uh, quickly approaching retirement may have, um, one that we help clients with a lot of Social Security, uh, when to take that, what's the strategy, what are the, the pros and cons of waiting, um, and, and even beyond just your own benefit for our clients who are married, uh, you know, working with their spouse and, and really figuring out a joint strategy that makes sense for them, as well as other retirement income options for, for those who are fortunate enough to still have pensions through their job, although they're more and more rare, but uh, oftentimes you do have decisions to make with those as far as survivorship benefits, um, you know, when to take it, is it worth taking a lump sum or taking the annuity payments? So there's a lot of different questions are around there as well. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, kind of beyond even just the financial side, there are risk management questions that, that um, people have. So thinking about long-term care, how they'll fund that expense, if it becomes a necessity for them, um, making sure that you have the right estate planning documents in place. Uh, it's a confusing area for many people, knowing what do I need, what's what would be, you know, too much for me, um, and really, so really helping you tailor a good estate strategy. Although we don't write the documents in house, we can we can help, um, you know, work with an attorney and figure out what you really need and, and what may be um, something that you you don't need to think about. And, and for clients that are younger as well, we work with you know a number of young professionals um, who maybe aren't thinking about retirement in as uh, concrete terms, since it's a little bit further away for them. Um, but thinking about other big financial goals that they might have, funding college for you know a child or another loved one who's you know in that age age category, purchasing a home or vacation property, changing jobs, starting a business, um, making sure they have the correct co- uh, coverage for insurance in place. Um, so there are so many things, uh, like Nicole mentioned as well, um, and what we love about our jobs is just how unique each person is and each client and their situation and how each day looks different for us because uh, each person is, is so unique and their needs are unique, so we get the privilege of, of tailoring a strategy to fit each individual. And that's a great point. In Harmony, you know, you mentioned how your new mom, you know, we got, you know, Olympia, who's just a – folks, for those of you, and I know there's a lot of clients listening today, you know, when, when Harmony does a meeting with a client, a lot of times Ollie is part of that meeting, and I'm telling you, you know, she's just a you know, great addition. I, I call them my young assets. You know, both Nicole and Harmony are, 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 are parents with young children, and for me, they're assets, and I just love the young family that we had that we're surrounded by. And, you know, Harmony just talked a little bit about life insurance, and this is something that sometimes, unfortunately, people take for granted. Unfortunately, there's insurance agents out there that come in and they really want to sell an expensive insurance policy. So let's make believe, and believe me, folks, if you have a family, if you don't have a million dollars worth of insurance, I can almost assure you, you don't have enough. Now, you're probably going to say, well, holy cow, my insurance agent came in and, you know, I can't even afford a $100,000 policy because they're trying to sell you a whole life or a universal life. And when you're young, you know, they're telling you about all the advantages of life insurance when you turn 65 and 75 and all the money you're going to have. Let me put it to you as, as bluntly as I can. And you heard me talk about my situation, losing my mom as young as 10 years old. She was only 31. People die, and sometimes people die prematurely. If we all knew we were going to live to 65, 75, 85 years old, we may not even need life insurance. What you need life insurance for is if you pass away at a young age, and especially if you have a family. And I'll use myself as case in point. You know, I always made sure that I was probably overinsured because if something happened to me, I didn't want my wife Sue to have to, you know, worry about earning an income remarrying, giving up the house, how will she put the children to, you know, through college, which was something that was important to us. And that costs money. So I wanted to make sure that, that, that Sue had the financial needs to be able to provide for everything that, that she needed to provide 
for with one less earning spouse in the family. So I was always overinsured. And in return, I always made sure that Sue had insurance as well because, you know, back when I was starting to build the business, I was working, you know, 50, 60 hours a week because I knew I could rely on Sue to do so much at home. And, you know, when you when you start adding up all the things that that non-working spouse does, you know, it it takes a lot to replace a non-working spouse, somebody who's home taking care of their family and so forth. So I needed to make sure that if something happened to Sue in return, I didn't want to work 50 and 60 hours a week anymore. I wanted to come home and spend time with my children. I didn't want to have to worry about mowing the lawn, washing the dishes, and doing the laundry. And that takes a lot of of, of of you know resources and you know my time I just wanted to if something happened to my wife I wanted to make sure that I could just spend time with my children and be part of their life so life insurance is important and as I said unfortunately a lot of life insurance agents love to sell these whole life policies universal life policies where if you need a million dollars worth of coverage maybe you can only afford a hundred thousand and shame on them because listen if you need a million dollars worth of insurance, somehow, some way, you need to make sure you buy a million dollars worth of insurance. And one of the best ways of buying insurance when you're young is term insurance. This is where 100% of your premium dollars goes right towards the cost of insurance. And term insurance will end. You can buy 10, 20, 30-year term policies where the premium is guaranteed for 10, 20, 30 years. And this way it gets you through because most people, most young families need insurance until their children get through college. And then, you know, their their lives change a little bit. So when you're thinking about insurance, and as I said, if you have a family and you don't have a million dollars worth of insurance, more than likely you don't have enough when you think about all that goes into it. So if you're not getting good insurance planning by your advisor, you may need to look for a new advisor because this is an important part of our practice. So I'm glad Harmony brought it up. And folks, term insurance is cheap. You'd be surprised at how much insurance you can buy when you're buying a term policy. Now, unfortunately, the insurance agent makes pennies rather than a bundle of money selling the more expensive policy. But remember, you buy insurance in case something happens to you or your spouse Tonight, tomorrow, the next day. Not if you were to live to 65, 75, 85 years old. So that's my take on insurance. It's important to me, and it's important that we convey that to our clients. So let's move on. So, you know, we're exiting this dark cloud that we're under, this COVID-19 um, pandemic that we, we, we lived in. And, you know, I gave some statistics at the beginning of, of the show with, with women and, you know, how they're more challenged, let's say, than men. Did you know that 50, and this is a report from Morningstar, 55% of the job losses in 2020 were experienced by women. 32% of working women between the ages of 25 and 45 who say they're not working because of child care demands. And this hasn't ended. You know, as we exit this um, dark cloud that we've been under, is there's light at the end of the tunnel. You know, people are working differently, especially, you know, those that are that are taking care of their children. And it's not just, you know, the moms. Sometimes the dads are taking care of the family as well. So this is something to pay attention to. Our lives, I think, will be 
changed forever because of COVID-19. Some for the good and some not as good, but bottom line, we're going to be living differently than we've lived before. So, you know, let's let's talk about the challenges that women typically face when it comes to retirement planning. I'm going to throw it back to Harmony and Nicole and let them kind of give some information. Yeah, so like you mentioned at the beginning of the program, uh, Steve, there are some pretty staggering statistics out there. Um, and, you know, although I know that all of our audience is not women, I would imagine that even for those who aren't, uh, many people have women in their lives that they care about, mothers, sisters, wives, um, you know, colleagues who, you know, so you may be affected or have people that you love that are affected by some of these statistics. And, and the world's really changing when it comes to women and how they deal with uh, wealth and then manage their finances. Um, compared with five years ago, 30% more married women are making financial and investment decisions. And more and more women are family breadwinners or co-breadwinners. I believe that it's two out of every three in America have some input into the uh, household income. So, you know, we have women that are um, working more often than perhaps they would have been, um, you know, 50 years ago. Um, but on average, as Steve mentioned at the beginning of the, of the show, they're still paid less than their male counterparts, although they do tend to save more as a percentage of their salaries. And something you'll kind of notice just as we discuss some of the statistics is that uh, while, while some of the things that, you know, apply to women as a group, obviously it is a generalization, um, some of them present unique challenges, and there are also things that present unique advantages, and we're going to try to talk about both of those things uh, and what it means for uh, our women uh, that are listening, our uh, female clients, and, and those who um, have women in their lives that they, that they love. Um, another kind of interesting thing is that, in general, women are more likely to have a gap in their income at some point, either due to uh, childcare or care for an elderly relative or another family member who needs care, which leads to less lifetime earnings. Um, so although they, they aren't earning as much and oftentimes may have a gap, uh, they do have a longer life expectancy than men. Um, so typically, uh, you know, the average is they would live five full years longer um, than, than men. So uh, that presents a unique challenge because it results in, obviously, more assets that are needed to fund that retirement since it's, you know, maybe five years longer or so. So those are kind of some, some things that we're thinking about when we look at women as a group and some of the unique challenges that they face. Um, Nicole, would you like to add to that? Yeah, so, um, so as you can see, there's some great information, and I'm fortunate, folks, to be surrounded by such a dynamic team, especially with Nicole and Harmony, and hopefully you're enjoying today's show. We're coming up to the bottom of the hour where we need to take a, a news break. On the other side of the news break, we're going to talk more about investing and, you know, some some financial planning topics. Hopefully you'll find it interesting and you'll find it to be really, truly um, worth the the time to tune in. As I said, you know, we're doing the show now twice a weekend, Saturdays at noon, Sunday mornings at eight, and I take pride in helping the listening audience. And these are topics that we don't talk a lot about. Usually we're talking about, you know, certain investments and so forth. But some of these topics I think are are beneficial for for everybody to hear and listen to. Maybe we'll plant some seeds today so that you can hopefully 
you know, look at your financial picture a little bit differently, maybe make some changes if you hear some things that you didn't realize. That's really the purpose of this show. I take great pride in doing this show. As I said at the beginning of the show, I get energized about doing the show and helping out the listening audience. The community has been so good to my firm, and this is my way of giving back to the firm. So I'm going to Take a break for the news. On the other side of the news break, Harmony, Nicole, and myself will give you some more information. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in, folks. Thank you for hanging in through the news break. I always appreciate your being loyal to listening to the show, and hopefully today's show gives you a lot of good information. I'm joined today by two of my colleagues, Harmony Wagner, a certified financial planner, and Nicole Goebel, who's a certified public accountant. And I'm telling you, we're talking about some good topics, good information, and I'm hoping that you're getting a lot out of today's um, segment. So, Harmony, you were just finishing up with some thoughts before we were going to turn it over to Nicole. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, absolutely. So we were just discussing some of the unique challenges that are faced by women as it relates to managing their wealth, um, kind of specifically just the longer life expectancy and typically lower lifetime earnings than uh, their male counterparts and how those two things kind of work in conjunction to present a unique situation for, for many of the women that we help. Uh, and I believe Nicole is going to add a few other things uh, that are faced by women as a group. Yeah, so, you know, one other unique statistic is um, what's referred to as gray divorce or getting divorced over 50. Less women who get divorced over 50 end up remarrying. And, again, that just provides a unique challenge in that when you're thinking about dual Social Security benefits in a household versus one. You know, or also, you know, travel tends to be one of the most important goals for people in retirement. I don't care who you are. You know, basically, I'd say on 95% of the kind of financial plans I've done, travel has been something that everybody is interested in, whether that's just to visit family or to do some one-of-a-kind trips. Um, And again, if you're a single woman, often you're going to end up paying for a friend or family member. So that's going to cost you a little bit more to go on those vacations. And, 
you know, as Steve talked about earlier, uh, again, when in some cases you have a couple coming in, but you really have one party that is the primary decision maker, we find that women often end up the primary financial decision maker later in life unexpectedly, whether it's due to divorce or it's due to becoming a widow, you know, really they end up in a position where they may not necessarily feel comfortable. And, and again, in that type of situation, whether it's divorce or, or being widowed, you don't want that person going through that emotional situation having any undue stress from that. So, again, just trying to make sure that um, both, you know, spouses are part of that investment conversation and retirement planning conversation will really help out, you know, going forward. Great. I mean, folks, this is all good information. You know, my wife and I have been married for 37 years. She says I'm stuck. And um, I guess in a way, when you look at long-term marriages, you know, we, we, we joke about it. We're, we're stuck with each other. But there are a lot of people that get divorced. We know that the statistics, I don't know exactly what the statistics are, but they're, they're, they're pretty high up there. Um, with regards to that, I know there's there's one statistic that um, you know when 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 you think about this, um, I have a, a professional, uh, an attorney out of Long Island that I'm close with who does a lot of um, helping mediate and take care of divorces and everything, and she gave me a statistic that 62% of single moms reported that they aren't confident in their ability to plan for retirement compared to 40% of the general public. And once again, this goes back to my commitment ever since I've been in business of making sure that both spouses, both partners in the relationship are truly involved and engaged because you just never know folks what may may happen. Um, let me give, you know, a little bit of, you know, flavor on this. Women earn less on average than men, unfortunately. And not surprisingly, people with lower incomes contribute less and invest less in stocks than do higher income people. Crazy as it seems, we spend a lot of time of educating our clients. We don't have one client who doesn't own any stocks. Every client of ours has a diversified portfolio. Now, some may be more conservative than growth-oriented, but every client that we have, and I think it's because of just how we educate our clients, how we talk to our clients about um, talk to our clients about, you know, just how important it is to have stocks in their portfolio and what it means to, you know, the portfolio to have stocks over bonds and so forth. When you look at, when you look at the average, the long-term averages of, um, you know, stocks and bonds, the, the, um, Average return in stocks is 10 to 12%. This is an Ibbotson chart that goes back to 1927, I think. It measures the average return in stocks, 10 to 12%. That means that if you're invested in stocks, over time, your average return, if you're in big cap, big cap stocks or small cap stocks, is 10 to 12%. The average return in bonds is 4 to 6% over that time period. Now, we know right now, Bonds aren't, aren't earning anywhere near that. The U.S. 10-year Treasury rate was as low as 0.52% last summer. It was around 1.5, 1.6, 1.7%, depending on the day that you look at 
and, 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 and as we as we talk today. And you know, we know that long term averages are just that averages. There's going to be years where you're investing in stocks that you make money. There's going to be years where you lose money. But more times than not, stocks stocks have outperformed every other asset class, whether it be real estate, commodities, doesn't matter what the asset class is. Stocks have always been, um, you know, really the place to be long term. And this is why for our clients, any money that clients need in the next 12 to 24 months, we advise that they don't have it invested in stocks. We actually move it into a conservative allocation so that we're able to protect our clients. When that next correction, when that next bear market, when that next recession happens, we're protecting our clients and we have 12 to 24 months to manage their wealth without it affecting their future plans. And that's important. Once again, I think another reason why our clients are so well educated. Inflation, you know, it's something that people don't think about. Over the last 90 years, inflation has averaged, I think, what is it, Harmony? Three point, what's the exact percentage? 3.5 maybe? Um, yeah, they, they said. And even though, you know, inflation it doesn't seem to be high now, if you listen to the Fed, you would think there is no inflation. I keep saying, what, what you know, doesn't, doesn't the, you know, the, these people in charge in Washington, they obviously don't pump their own gas. They don't go to Stewart's and get milk or bread. They're not looking to build a house or put an addition on. I talked to two builders recently. If you looked last year at the average house being, let's say, to build three to 400,000, this year, the average increase just in the wood in the materials that go into a house is 60, 80, thousand dollars more to build that same house nothing's changed other than the inflated cost of the the material that goes into building a house you know that you're paying more at the gas pump today than you were just a few months ago you know that the cost of milk and bread food in general is going up now you know janet yellen recently said that she feels this is just going to disappear i'm not so sure it's going to disappear i do know that the consumer is affected by high cost of, of goods and services, and that's less money that they have in their pocket. Just think about going to the gas pump with the price of gas, how much more it costs, especially for lower income earners who can't afford that. They need all the money they have to be able to put food on the table and pay for the the, the essential expenses of, of, of taking care of themselves and their families. So another reason why we go to great lengths teaching our clients why they need to have a diversified portfolio, not to be scared of stocks long term. Once again, when you think of how your wealth can grow being invested in stocks compared to bonds or cash, um, there's a big difference. And I think the extreme length of time that we spend on educating our clients is important. Um, so the information so far that Nicole and Harmony are giving are, are truly, truly, um, you know, second to none, folks. You know, I'm, as I said, and I'll repeat myself over and over again, I'm, I'm very blessed to be surrounded by such a dynamic team and our wealth advisors, Harmony and Nicole being two of our wealth advisors are, believe me, I've uh, I'll put them up against any wealth advisor in the country. Nobody's going to outsmart um, Harmony Nicole. So, 
Harmony, Nicole, you know, you know, when, when, when we engage a spouse in financial planning in, in the process, um, when they're not in, interested in being part of that, how, you know, kind of share with the listening audience how we overcome that. Yes, yeah, so I'd say that there has been a number of occasions where, you know, even though a husband will invite their wife to be part of that conversation, they just really don't have an interest in talking about investments. And again, this is a generalization, but what I've found through working with clients for, uh, again, the last 12 years as an advisor has been that some of the topics that get that what we would consider a disengaged spouse to the table are really just things that resonate with them personally. So, for example, I had a couple I worked with um, at a former firm that I was working with for literally seven years before the wife got on a call with me. And it was only when we started talking about long-term care because she was taking care of her mother, selling her mother's home, figuring out how to pay for her continued care that she really was interested in speaking with me and not only speaking with me to get guidance around the process for her mom, but more importantly, ensuring that she and her husband put whatever coverage was needed in place for the two of them. And again, there's definitely differences of opinion as to to what's needed for long-term care and how people would like to fund that, but just understanding the possibilities and having that conversation of self-funding versus purchasing some form of insurance, you know, versus talking to your, your family members about your wishes and, you know, how you'd like to be cared for later in life. Her biggest concern, of course, was either being a burden to her children or, you know, being left on, you know, Medicaid and kind of forced um, to not have any options for herself. So that was a really big um, point for her to discuss with us. Estate planning along the same lines, uh, again, you know, just kind of You'll see a theme here with women, you know, really being concerned about caring for another family member. So just ensuring that they have something in place. We've dealt with a number of clients that, you know, have a loved one, you know, just like Steve has taken care of his two brothers for his entire life, you know, really having a a loved one that's disabled and is going to need lifelong support and care. So ensuring you have the right trust in place for that and, you know, the right people in charge of those assets is really important. And, you know, for, for younger women, you know, there's definitely other priorities. As, as Harmony talked about earlier, you know, certainly funding college for their children, but also starting a business. And I think starting a business is something for any individual that there's so many different working pieces. And talking to a certified financial planner like Harmony, a CPA like myself, you know, what that allows you to do is ensure you're setting up that business and you're making the right decisions early on. Because there's so many retirement planning opportunities around starting your own business. And, and it, again, just ensuring that you're setting that right entity up. So coordinating those things uh, have really brought some uh, individuals to the table that really had no interest in talking purely about investments. Yeah, and you bring up a great point, Nicole, that oftentimes uh, – when there are two spouses in the picture, um, they may have different priorities, not in the sense that they're incompatible, but what's, you know, top priority, highest importance to one may, may be different for the other. And a lot of times when we do get to meet with that spouse that maybe we haven't dealt with as much, we find that they have different questions. They have different concerns than, than the one that we would deal with primarily. Um, in recent years, we've really um, shifted the way that we do financial planning for clients. We still do just as much of the 
quantitative, you know, number crunching that we always have, but we're also adding so much of the behavioral piece to it and really trying to um, dig deep into the way that people think about money, uh, what their real concerns are, what they're looking forward to about retirement, and making sure that we're covering all those things. You know, it's, it's my personal goal every time I meet with a client and go over a financial plan. I always want to hear at the end that they feel better. Um, because, you know, of course, we're looking, working really hard to present to them a plan that works from a number standpoint, but I also want them to get that peace, like relieved anxiety, and making sure that both spouses have all their questions answered, that they both feel equally confident in what their plan looks like. And like Nicole said, a lot of times one spouse is worried about long-term care and another may be focused on returns. Uh, those are those are not um, incompatible things, but they're very different sides of financial planning. So as we do the, the comprehensive planning that, that we do that we're so proud to offer our clients, it's a great time to get both spouses involved so we can answer every question, address every concern on, on both sides of the equation. Absolutely, Harmony. And, you know, we, we for the most part, clients engage our services to manage their wealth and we do a I think a stellar job of managing their wealth I'm I've been proud of how I've managed money for our clients forever and ever and ever but there's so much more so many more benefits folks when you when you work with an advisor you're working with you know using an advisor and their team now when you put it in perspective, whether the advisor works for a big financial services firm or an insurance company, you know, it doesn't matter how many hundreds and thousands of advisors are under that big umbrella. You're really only working with the team. And how, how qualified is that team? This is something that I've been so proud of, how I've built out our team, investing in our human capital. I promised our clients every time they engage our services that I don't take it lightly. I take it very seriously when they put their trust and faith in our ability to manage their wealth. And it's, it means the world to me. And I, I want to always make sure I meet their expectations so I continue to invest in our team. So, you know, our team, you know, if, if you think it, it, you're going to a big company and, and you're safer with that big company. You're really only being advised by an advisor, maybe an advisor and an assistant. Maybe there's a couple advisors on the team. I have 14 professionals on my team. And believe me, 14 professionals that we've invested in, as I said in the first half of the show, we have four certified financial planners four or three CPAs and a credit and investment fiduciary. I have a lot of expertise. One of the reasons why Schwab looks at us as highly as they do, they do a benchmark study of over 1,300 wealth management firms in the country, and we've consistently been in the top 3 to 5% of wealth management firms in the country, something I'm proud of, a little boutique firm like ours. And when you think about all that we provide for our clients, there's so much more than just managing their wealth, which we do a great job of, but as Harmony just pointed out, and Nicole, you know, we do so much more. So let's, let's, um, real quickly, Nicole and Harmony, what would we want to communicate to the women listening? And then we're going to ask the same questions to the men listening. So, um, what would you say, Harmony? What would we want to co- communicate to the women listening? Yeah, absolutely. One thing that we talked about earlier in the program is some of the challenges that they face just by living longer and maybe having less assets to work with. 
But one big advantage that I, I want to bring up um, is that women are much more likely to work with a professional advisor. And that, that really pays off um, in terms of not only portfolio return, but the emotional and financial value. It can pay off in, you know, more than 1% annual average returns over the life of uh, your relationship with that advisor. So that's a, a great advantage. Um, we have so many clients who are incredibly intelligent individuals in the medical field, the law field, many other professionals who just are willing to admit that they don't have the financial know-how to manage their own money. And I have the greatest respect for those clients um, because, you know, they're seeking out professional help and they are, you know, working with a firm like ours who can really maximize um, their financial returns over time, and that's so important. So uh, that is a big advantage. Uh, and for any women that are listening um, who are looking for a professional advisor, I, I would encourage you to do that as soon as possible. Investing is, is too important to put off. And although it might be unfamiliar territory, um, it, it should really be a priority to find someone that you trust and begin putting that plan in place to reach your goals. Um, one thing we see with a lot of women is that they are um, inclined to take care of other people, the people that they love, their children, parents, you know, other family members who need it. And at times that can actually be at their own detriment, financially speaking. Um, but taking care of yourself financially and prioritizing your own personal financial health is actually a great way to help other people in your life. Um, you're setting an example for the young people that are looking up to you. Um, for, you know, how to take care of your finances. You're making it less likely that you'll need to depend financially on someone else later in life. And you're ensuring that you're going to be able to fund those goals that are important to you, like maybe college or long-term care um, for, for someone that you love. So really just encouraging any woman out there to uh, take care of yourself financially, to work with a professional advisor, get that uh, assistance and guidance that you need, and, and to really find someone that you trust. Uh, those are some really, really important things, although we, we can focus a lot on the challenges that women face. There are a lot of uh, advantages out there as well to the way that they invest and the way they look at money. Um, so partnering with an advisor you trust is a great way to capitalize on the advantages and avoid the potential pitfalls that are out there. You know, that's great information, Harmony, and it's not the pretty pie charts and showing just how great this mutual fund performed or this annuity is. You need to ask so many questions. I always say, and Harmony just really eloquently stated it, you need to trust the advisor that you're surrounding yourself by. Make sure that they're not selling you a product, whether it be a mutual fund, an annuity, or insurance product that, that isn't right for you. You need to make sure that you trust that advisor to do what's right for you. Once again, we're proud to be fiduciaries. 28 years I've been a fiduciary, and I've never thought twice about it. So let's switch genders, Nicole. And, um, you know, what about the men, the male listening audience? Well, well, one thing I'd say is good job, men, for being willing to invest. So, you know, that's one thing that really works against women is their risk aversion. And they really tend to keep more cash, you know, versus invest in stocks. And as Steve mentioned earlier, we have all of our clients in some portion of stocks. So that's really important to us is, is making sure that, that again, uh, we are investing women in the market. Um, but what I would say specifically to men that are married is that 70% of widows actually change investment advisors one year after their spouse is passing or within that one year. So, you know, think about are you working with a financial advisor that your wife is comfortable with, that both parties are comfortable with? You know, because, again, during that emotional time, you don't want um, – 
your surviving spouse to be going through that transition, causing them unnecessary time, energy, and also potentially tax cost. You know, we're very... Um, you know, proud here at Boucher to have a diverse group of advisors, as Steve has said, with all of our designations, you know, but also to work as a team. So we're pulling from that expertise. You know, so men also going back to the investing skills are much more confident in their skills. So while that, again, they're in the market quicker, they do follow trends more often. So again, looking to your female counterpart, who's a little bit more risk averse, that tends to lead to more longer term buy and hold strategies and also, you know, better diversification over time. So as Harmony said before, really just learning from one another and that combination works the best. I'm telling you folks, when I tell you I'm surrounded by a dynamic team, I have a team that's second to none and I think today you're getting just a little taste of just how, how you know, Harmony and Nicole, how we work with clients, just how far we go with clients, how important it is to make sure, I always say, when it comes to their financial house, you know, it's like walking into your house. If you have guests company walking in your house, you want to make sure that everything's picked up, the kitchen is, is, is cleaned up, the drawers are pushed in. This is what we do for our clients. We look at every aspect of their financial life, and we make sure that we're making suggestions, planting seeds, doing the entire comprehensive process of planning out their future. Most people are hoping to retire. We want to make sure that when they reach retirement age, they can retire. If they decide to work, it's because they are bored, silly, and they just want to have something to do. We don't want them to have to work because they need to work. Nicole Harmony, thank you. I'm pretty sure the listening audience really is um, much better served after today's show and all the great information that you have. Folks, Thank you for tuning in. I can't thank you enough. If you want to learn more about us, go to our website, Boucher.com. That's B-O-U-C-H-E-Y.com. Call our office, Historic Downtown Troy or Saratoga. Have a great day. Stay well. Stay healthy. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.